0: To dissect girls, did you know I'm utterly insane? Why don't you
1: make like a tree? You get out of here. The blackest dyes. The tune is Come on! Make this asshole. You're a terminated fucker. Live or die, man. Rose, when we're dying, we don't need Rose. You can be only one. I'll kill you all. Boonies never say die! We call these each other. And as you can see, I'm not happier. Are you not entertained? This is fun. Happy trails, Hans.
0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jeff. You know what you're listening to. It is the Skewed Universe Podcast. That's right. Consistency, motherfuckers. That's what we're about. I am here with Leanne. Leanne, how are you doing today?
1: I'm pretty okay. I'm I'm okay enough to suck a bag of dicks.
0: That is great to hear. But just a bag. Just a bag. No more no less (laughs) just a bag
1: you know everything in moderation right i feel bad that that's become my thing but you know like you said consistency you
0: kind of started it on your own i did yeah so (laughs) you have no one to blame but
1: yourself (laughs) well the they can blame me your listeners can
0: yeah, yeah, especially if they happen to put this on when their kids are around and their little <laughs> four-year-old is going, Suck a bag of dicks! Suck a bag of dicks! That's, that is their fault. That's their fault, but I would find it hilarious.
1: Yes, anyway, please do
0: that. We are back with another episode. This time I chose the movie. I do want to address something real quick. I think our format going forward, it's not really changing we're staying in the same format where we review, watch, review, watch. You get the final thoughts at the end. But the way we're picking the movies has changed just a little bit when we're not in a theme month. Which, yes, I know we haven't technically done any. But fuck off for a second and listen. We're going to alternate who picks the movies. So I pick Sorority Babes and the Slam Ball Ball-o-rama. Great choice. Leanne picked The Auteur, which was another great choice. Thank you. I've picked the movie for today's episode. I'm excited. It is from 2010. Okay. And it is a horror slash
1: action film.
0: As far as I'm going to go right now. Oh, yay. That sounds exciting. So I want to address one other thing. If we sound a little different, we're trying a different recording setup this time around. We're, we're recording wirelessly.
1: I'm pretending like I'm on the phone.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Leanne's got a pair of headphones on. Uh, The ones that she got me a little over a year ago for Christmas, my wireless headphones that I have yet to use for podcasting. I've used them in editing and reviewing episodes and doing remote recordings, but I haven't really used them microphone-wise for recording. I'm using my Raycon, so we're going to see how this sounds. We've done some tests. It sounded pretty good, pretty clear, so we're hopeful.
1: If it's not, contact us at...
0: SkeweredUniversePodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that email is SkeweredUniversePodcast at gmail.com. I will do my best to respond and take your criticisms in mind. Thank you.
1: You're welcome.
0: Now that that's out of the way... But yeah, I wanted to address the elephant in the room in case it sounds different, if we're more if we're clear, if there's any hiccups, which I'll try to work out in the editing process. What I adjust. Unless we
1: actually have the hiccups, then Yeah, if there's major
0: hiccups, you guys won't hear this. And we'll be recording for nothing.
1: Oh no, I meant like physical hiccups. Oh (laughs) I'm dumb. I mean You said it, not me just kidding of course of course of course course.
0: (laughs) so anything you want to talk about before we dive into the movie anything on your mind anything you want to share Fuck!
1: i am literally never prepared for that question and you i know it's coming every single time i i don't know help me out have i mentioned anything i'm a stoner i have a horrible memory
0: Not really. I don't think there's really anything that you've mentioned you've been reading or watching. Oh,
1: actually, I haven't told you. I have been reading, actually, Exquisite Corpse by Poppy Z. Bright. Oh. It's basically a gore romance. It's about these two serial killers that they try to um, prey on each other, mm-hmm. and they wind up falling in love. Really, and killing together. Yeah, hmm. it's beautiful. And because it's Poppy Z. Bright, we know it takes place in uh, the Was French Quarter,
0: New Orleans, yeah. French Quarter of Louisiana.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's
0: funny. I saw that sitting out the other day, and I wasn't sure if you were reading it or preparing to it. It just reminded me of. And I've told you this story, but I don't think the listeners know.
1: Actually, maybe. I mean, I can start reading it, and every time we do an episode, I can share where I'm at.
0: That's actually a really good idea. I like that.
1: Thank you. I'm genius.
0: I've been meaning to read more books lately.
1: (laughs) This uh, is exciting. If
0: I I turn here and you look over at the shelf... As you cannot see. As you guys can't see, but I'm going (laughs) to tell you right now, I have one, two, three, four five five Stephen King books that I have yet to get to. Uh, actually, six. Two of those are compilations of short stories. And, fuck. There's so much to read. I didn't I have to catch
1: you off guard. <clears throat> I have I'm kind of comic proud. Comic
0: collections that I want to get through. I, I have a lot. So I think that's actually a good little thing. We'll... Read a little bit, talk a little bit about it on the episodes.
1: I'm excited.
0: But the the quick story I wanted to recant was when I saw this sitting there the other day, and I wasn't sure if you were reading it, I saw it was Poppy Z. Bright, and it reminds me. And I've told you, like I said, I've told you this story. Listeners haven't heard it, but one of the podcasts that first got me into listening to podcasts, shout out to Night of the Living podcast, by the way. Go listen to them if you're not. One of the guys on there, Kelly despises Poppy Z Bright and it's so <laughs> funny. Just <laughs> he tore I'm not gonna go into the details, but he basically ripped her apart. He doesn't like her writing.
1: I understand completely.
0: And it was so funny because then when you were like, Oh yeah, I I've read Poppy Z Bright, I'm like, oh my God. Oh my god. However,
1: that means you know, I'm I I'm a fan because of the stories. Right. Is she she uh unique and she, she kind of they're always in Louisiana French quarter you know right and it's it's it gets old i guess so
0: you know some people it's a formula yeah sometimes people go with a formula they stick with it this is my setting this is what time frame it's going to take place or this is a certain period i'm working
1: in but she she's really, really good with her gore. Excuse me. She's, I mean, I almost want to say she's poetic about it. And you know how much I love gore. Yes. Um, yeah, that I appreciate her books.
0: Oh, good, good. Maybe, maybe I'll consider checking it out after you're done reading it.
1: I think that would be a great idea. Yeah. Then you could give your two cents.
0: Yeah, that's definitely something I'd like to do.
1: I love that we're spitballing right now.
0: Who cares?
1: That's what That's what, that's what I'm in saying. For. I like it.
0: This, this is what they listen to. They want to hear a spitball. They don't care about the movie review. They want to hear a spitballing. Like okay. <laughs> hey, 527 all-time downloads that I saw <laughs> on our podcasting hosts. That's that's a triumph in my book. Yes, it is. Some of you listening are going, well, I know people who started and within six months of their podcast had over 10 million downloads. Fuck off. I don't care. It's not about numbers. It's not about gaining a following. This isn't about, I want to be the best podcast here or there. It's not about that. What this is about is creating and giving content. So if there's content, content. If there are just a few people who really enjoy listening to me and Leanne go back and forth on movies and spitball and do all this, then you know what? That's what I love. That's what I love. I don't care if I don't get 10,000 followers, like, oh my god, Skewered Universe is the best. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, and there's only a few of you out there who really give this a listen, I'm going to say this. Thank you, and it's awesome. Did it just freeze up? Oh, it was on the screensaver, okay. (laughs) Sorry, we have Voodoo on because that's the service we're going to be watching this movie on. And it was on the screensaver, but I thought it froze. (laughs) So I'm not looking at the TV screen right now. So we're recording this on March 7th. Now, as some of you may know who are wrestling fans, we're actually recording this as AEW Revolution is happening, but I can't get the pay-per-view right now, so we're going to record instead. I'm going to keep tabs, find out what's going on online because there's big signings. There are two people joining the company tonight that I have no idea who it could be, so I'm excited. But at the same time, I'm going to temper my expectations. Because you never know. Wrestling fans have been burned before, but so far, knock on wood. Hello? Who's that? That was me knocking on the table. Tony Khan has been pretty, uh, pretty good with his surprises, so we'll wait and see. But now, the moment you all, and Leanne has been waiting for, we're going to find out exactly what it is we're watching.
1: I'm really excited.
0: And since we're already alphabetically sorted, I just have to get to that section.
1: Doo, doo, doo. And the Bs. Going past the Bs. We're going to go right past the Cs. Oh, clown, that was such a good movie. <laughs> it really but This was. could be a whole episode in itself. Just talking talking about, about the movies we've all Yeah. <laughs> So,
0: the movie we are watching is 2010's Daybreakers, starring Ethan Hawke, Willem Dafoe, and Sam Neill.
1: (laughs) Wow, that is a great cast.
0: I'm telling you, I love this movie. It is vampires, horror, action. It's dark. It's amazing. I've only seen it like twice, but I've been wanting to do it on the show for some time and I think you'll appreciate it. I think I will. So, with that said, are you ready to go? I am ready to go. All right. We're going to get we're going to jump into the movie and we'll be back to talk to you guys in just a few.
1: Being a vampire, some. I'm good at this. I was never very good at being human. Immortality is a miracle. We are blessed. What happens when there isn't a single drop left? These are desperate times. We only have enough blood to sustain our population till the end of the month. We're talking about the extinction of the human race. The blood substitute is not found immediately. This will happen to all of us. A substitute would replace our need for a human supply. There will always be those who are willing to pay extra for the real thing. We need your help.
0: We want to rebuild the human race.
1: A blood substitute is not a cure.
0: I was like you once. Am I no more? Who are you? We're the folks
1: with the crossbows. That last breath of humanity will vanish as soon as the blood does. I found the cure. I can change you
0: back. What's the
1: cure? They to kill you.
0: I'm already dead.
1: It doesn't hurt me. Can anyone hear me? They found us. They're everywhere. You wanna know? Know that it doesn't hurt me.
0: So first 15 minutes down of Daybreakers. Our story is that vampires are basically the dominant race on the planet. But the human race has dwindled so far because they're needing us for food that the human blood supply is dangerously low and mankind is facing extinction. So the vampires are looking for a blood substitute... To prolong their life, which in turn could also save mankind. That's the premise. Leanne, what do you think so far?
1: Uh, so far, it's a five out of five. Um, I like that it started out with the death of a child. That's that always, was amazing. That was awesome. Uh, suicide, actually. Trigger warning, sorry. Um, child vampire
0: couldn't go on anymore realized she wasn't going to grow up mm -hmm. sat in the front yard
1: and let herself burn in the morning sun yep and also there's been a lot of blood yes um I just I found this last scene hilarious (laughs) I don't know why but uh, you explain what they're doing because I don't really know uh, the corporation that's working on the blood
0: substitute told Ethan Hawke's character, Edward, to basically move forward with testing the blood substitute on one of their guinea pigs. They injected him with it. He felt fine for about 30 seconds. Threw up. Violently projectile vomited. <laughs> it was beautiful. And then started showing all these, like, boils and sores, and he was... his. Body temperature was dramatically rising. So they gave him a shot of blood to calm everything down, and it did until. Why don't you tell us what happened?
1: It did calm him very, very down uh, until his head exploded, and then he was calm forever. Um, The explosion of his head was, uh, you know. It was, I, I, there are no words. It was beautiful. I mean, it was, it was kind of a, I don't know how to describe it, like a pop.
0: Yeah, it basically just popped.
1: And then they show the, the suits behind the, uh, window.
0: The window looking down into the, uh, operating room, second
1: observing. Yeah, like the observ, Observatory. (laughs) edit that out <laughs> the observing room and the window was just covered in blood and they're just standing there and I just couldn't stop laughing it was hilarious
0: it was it was pretty pretty epic to see just blood and chunks sliding down the glass <laughs> and they're not even like oh my god his head blew up they're like not phased at, at like, all Ugh. it's like another one <laughs> One more. We just gotta
1: clean this up and move on. God. It was like <laughs> even the vomit was gross, and I think they were they were kind of testing the waters. Like if you think this is gross, check this out.
0: <laughs> yeah, and the vomit. I just like it. They're like, "How do you feel?" He goes, "I feel fine, sir." <laughs> it's like, oh, that like, and that I was forgot. kind of a
1: pop too, but it was like a stream. <laughs> I'm just, just like, right it
0: was, it was pretty fucking amazing. It was pretty amazing.
1: Yeah.
0: So, I'm glad you're enjoying this so far.
1: Yeah.
0: We have only scratched the surface, and we're going to continue on. We'll be back with you guys in just a moment. All right, we're 30 minutes in, and we've seen Edward run across a band of, I guess we'll call them human resistance. Fighters, I guess? Sure. Had a minor accident with him. Uh, The girl shot him through the arm with a stake. He hid them from the cops. (laughs) Uh, We learn he doesn't drink human blood. After a confrontation with his brother, they fight off a mutated
1: vampire. Which is basically a starving vampire.
0: Yeah, after not having human blood for so long... They sort of revert to a feral state. Alright, quickly, I'm going to stop talking. What do you think so far?
1: Well, the first thing I want to say is that I really appreciate the monsters. I really, really... And I'm, I really appreciate their crotches. Or lack thereof. <laughs> Thank goodness. That could be very distracting. <laughs> and so they're they're, you know, they have wings and... They're kind of hairy a little bit? Kind of, yeah. A little bit? Or maybe not.
0: It's like a like a hybrid human-bat creature they kind of revert to, they mutate into after prolonged lack of human blood sustenance.
1: Another thing I really like is mm. the color palette of the movie. I... I'm learning to appreciate colors in mm-hmm. films, and I really like the color selections for each scene. It's it's really good how they do it. I mean... It's very they've... visually appealing, and plus it's also in the future, but it's not like when I think of the future, I might think of Fifth Element. Right. But this is more streamlined, simple... Um, clean
0: It's the it's the near future is how they said it. Yes. When this was released in 2010. It's like it's only, they say 10 years in the future as the movie takes place in oh9
1: Unfortunately the fact that they're farming humans and the way they're farming humans suggests that it's way in the future. Um, if you just go off of you know the buildings and things and the furniture, right. then it seems like it's sooner than that. True.
0: True. I just think because we're seeing that the basically what's running the nation is corporations, I kind of look at it as well, if they got turned into vampires, what would stop them from just doing whatever and within 10 years' time creating this human farming system and... but. It's a whole other thing. The <laughs> visual palette, like you said, is amazing. We've paused it on a day scene here, and it's bright and vibrant, and the colors really pop. And when it goes to those night scenes where we're seeing the vampires, they're very
1: bland colors,
0: very muted tones, muted. Everything's yes. toned down. Lots of grays and Blue. darks and blues. Mm-hmm. It's it's done so well, so you can see essentially the two worlds. It's that are very happening. beautiful.
1: It's and a, it's, it's interesting and it's good. See? Still five out of five. <laughs> How have I not heard of this movie? I don't know. I've mentioned it to you and you're like, yeah, I've never, never heard of it. Never seen it. Was <laughs> that like, sounds about right. But,
0: but Willem Dafoe, Sam Neill, Ethan Hawke, Ethan Hawke, who, let me just say, Ethan Hawke's one of those guys, like you see him as a kid in movies, you see him as a teenager in movies. You're like, okay, you're good. And then all of a sudden, as an adult, he's doing these really good performances, but it's never like in these mainstream blockbuster films. It's always these ones that just kind of fly under the radar and they pop up. You're like, I always forget how really good he is. So I think we're going to leave it there. Yeah. She's liking it so far, guys. She's really liking it. I'm loving it. She's love. You heard it. You heard it. I'm not cutting that out. Five out of five. All right. We're going to jump back into it, and we'll talk to you guys in a bit.
1: It's intermission time. Time for refreshment. During the next 10 minutes, you're invited to visit
0: the refreshment stand, where you'll be greeted with fast, friendly service.
1: You'll find hot dogs, juicy hamburgers, and mouth-watering delicious pizza. There are refreshing hot and cold beverages, ice cold cola,
0: and orange drink. Goes great with an order of crispy French fries.
1: Then there's a wide selection of your favorite candies and other delicious snacks. And there's always a fresh batch of hot buttered popcorn to go with the rest of the show. So visit the refreshment stand now during this 10 minute intermission and add to your enjoyment of the movie. We're happy to have you with us tonight and hope you'll come back often.
0: All right. We are back again. We've progressed a little further in the movie. Our main character, Ed, has met up with Elvis, played by Willem Dafoe, former vampire who was cured. Oh, Ed. is that
1: what happened? Okay.
0: Uh, yeah, essentially. Okay. Essentially something to do with being forced into the sunlight for a certain amount of exposure time cured him of vampirism. I don't remember exactly what happens so I'm kind of with you at this point but I know it's going to be good.
1: <laughs> so far so good. So you're digging it. You're still, Absolutely. You're still on board? Absolutely. I love the cars. I love the actors. Yes. Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. The Chrysler 300 blacked out all souped up. Woohoo. They had a
0: modified Mustang.
1: Yeah.
0: Got shot to shit. Yeah. So sad. I nearly shed a tear. Manly tear. But a tear nonetheless. And Willem Dafoe was driving a nice little, sh- <laughs> nice little Chevy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Black looked and like, white. Looked like maybe it was a Bel Air. Could have been another model, but it was one of those... I believe th- it is Bel Air, yes. Oh, it was so beautiful. Yeah. Uh, It's the car I would love to have.
1: (laughs) It might not be the Bel Air. I might be wrong, but I think it is. But I'm not going to go looking it up.
0: (laughs) We know it's one of those models of Chevys from the 50s. They were all very similar in body style, but black and white and beautiful, and he went through the windshield.
1: He sure did.
0: It's, It's pretty interesting what's been going on. They're trying to find some sort of blood substitute. His brother has now, Ed's brother has now basically turned on him.
1: Yes. Because he's
0: gallivanting with the humans, which is dangerous. Ooh.
1: Yeah. And Ed's
0: boss is like, well, why don't you bring him in? Whatever. Yeah, he went through the windshield. Elvis did. But we've seen Ed's brother is basically set out on a Bounty hunter mission to bring him back.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a twisted tale, and it's got the sexiest men, sexiest cast. <laughs> Ethan Hawke is a good looking dude. You cannot deny that. No, he is, he is. He's a good looking dude, and then Willem Dafoe. I know he's not classic sexy, but holy shit, that man can play like the parts that he plays and the acting he puts into it. Holy shit, that man is sexy. It's the way he carries himself. So sexy. And then... Sam Neill. Sam Neill, of course. Every time he's a bad guy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Event Horizon? Uh, yes. Yeah. And also Damien? Oh, yes. One of the, one of the Omen movies. I, I have mean, not seen yeah. it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, but he played he played David yes. in one of the omens. So yeah,
1: he's he's dreamy, McDreamy, McDreamy <laughs> pants.
0: Oh, I'm I'm so glad you're enjoying it. <laughs> I think we're gonna we're gonna leave it there.
1: We've got much time well, right left. now we're the scene we're at. We're, we've come to the place where I guess they're gathering,
0: sort of a stronghold for the this human resistance group. They need his help. Yeah, because they're trying to basically cure vampirism and restore humanity. Yes. But they need Edward's help because he's a hematologist, as we noted in the beginning, and not so many words because I didn't say that until now. But he was the one that blew up the other dude's head when they were trying to use the (laughs) blood substitute. Yes. But Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll Um, meet back here. Five out of five. (laughs) We'll meet back here in a few and let you know our continuing thoughts on Daybreakers.
1: Refreshing, ice-cold Coca-Cola, with a bright, ripe taste and a special sparkle all its own. Enjoy your Coke at our snack stand right now.
0: And just like that, you're hearing us again. We're another 15 minutes
1: in. <sighs> five out of five. <laughs> five out of five. It's really good. Right now, we're at the part where... They did that thing on Ethan Hawke's character to get him to be able to be human again.
0: Right. They were doing the controlled burn. They figured out a way to do it with an old wine fermentation tank.
1: And it worked. His eyes just changed back.
0: He's got a heartbeat. His eyes are normal. Because we never discussed... All the vampires in this movie have yellowish eyes. Yes. Which is cool, because other than that, you wouldn't really be able to tell them apart
1: unless they have been starving then you can tell oh yeah then you can tell because Mm -hmm. they're very animal like yes i
0: am so glad you're enjoying this no this
1: is a keeper for sure this is a watch in the background over and over movie for me awesome yeah because it is
0: tough with vampire movies because you have some that are really well done Then you have some that are campy fun. And then you've got the ones that fall right in the middle, which are just... Cheesy. Cheesy, and you're like, eh.
1: Mm
0: Mm-hmm. But you see it, and you're like, "Eh, it was all right. Yes. This is one where I'm like, okay, this is... It's creative. It's really well done. It's a new take. Mm -hmm. Instead of them going, oh, the vampires, they're so sexy and sleek and ooh... None of that. It's not vampires who are all super powered and they all know how to fight. Because Ethan Hawke's character is just a doctor. We a lot of discuss. people have,
1: or a lot of vampires have jobs, you know, where they have to wear suits.
0: Yeah, they're commuting to work every day. They're stopping for their cup of coffee before they go to work. I would like that they did that. They're like, this is the new humanity. They're it's doing the, new mundane. the same things. That humans would do. They're going to work. They're doing their 9 to 5. Just trying to get by.
1: And it's not until they start starving. That their body starts to change. And they become more aggressive. And volatile. And strong.
0: Like the scene at the coffee shop. Yep. They were mandated. Before the coffee shops were putting 20% blood
1: in the coffee. Yep. They were
0: mandated to only... Make it 5%. And somebody got pissed, said, I don't care what the sign says, and he started a riot, basically, at a coffee shop. Yeah. He Over a pint a... of blood. <laughs> Over blood. He grabbed the blood bag and shit just hit the
1: fan. The blood hit the fan.
0: They just all were licking
1: it off the ground or wherever they could get it, and mm-hmm. screeching. The one that broke into his house was licking it off the wall.
0: Yeah, we didn't even touch on that
1: early on when
0: one came into his house. Well, I'll blame that on his idiot brother. Well, of course. Because he left the back door open when he came in. Of course. But yeah, we saw that. And this guy was licking it off the wall, licking... Didn't, couldn't even grab the glass that because they had poured he, some Because his he arms didn't have never hands. wings. His arms were wings, and he had, like, three fingers on the end of each one. It's it's really cool. I'm a, I don't remember exactly how it ends, but I, I knew there was this scene coming up, and I I wanted to know what you would think, because, like I said, vampire movies, you could be watching, and you're like, good, 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 then all of a sudden you're like, oh, pff, there's the drop-off.
1: Yeah. No, it's good. Okay,
0: Good. I think we're going to leave it at that. We've got... How much more do we
1: have? Half an Oh, 37 minutes. 37 minutes? So
0: let's call it now. Do you want to go... Yes. Rest of the movie? Then we'll come back in our final thoughts? Yes. And just to know, i got to come up with something else saying I think we'll leave it there because I keep saying that. No, I think you're fine. Eh. Either way, I'm going to try to figure something out. You guys are hearing some backroom antics right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and when but he points to wall, you guys, he's pointing to his computer. I'm literally time. pointing at
0: the screen and all I see is our audio waves going by <laughs> as we're recording. That's you guys. All right. So we're going to finish up and we'll be back in a few minutes to give our final thoughts on
1: Daybreakers. Dun, dun, dun. Visit our concession and see for yourself the delicious treats, drinks, and snacks awaiting you. If you are thirsty, try ice-cold soft drinks or a cup of hot, flavorful coffee. Get something to go with it, like a sizzling and satisfying hot dog or a tasty, tender sandwich. Try one of these delicious treats, and you'll be back at the concession for more before the show is over. The service at our concession is friendly and efficient.
0: that we have gone through the final 40 minutes or so of daybreakers how about that finale
1: um blood blood everywhere and more blood at one point (laughs) at one point during one of the previous massacres like at the very very end of that scene there's a Spurt of blood at the camera, and I, I almost laughed. <laughs> <laughs> I love that when they bite the necks, it's vicious and sloppy.
0: Yeah, it's not seductive or sensual. It's there's a purpose, and I'm going right in to do this. It's I'm not... gobbling
1: up your neck. Gobble, 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 gobble. gobble.
0: Yeah. When Frankie, Ed's brother, was set in to turn Bromley's daughter. He didn't do it like, he was basically like, look, hey, you'll never have to die. You can be one of us, you'll be free. She was like, no, you know, the typical, no, I don't want to be like you. And he just went in like, fuck you, why am I getting your permission? And it was cruel and sloppy. It was
1: disgusting the way he did it. Yeah. He was like every predator out there, just, I'm going to take what I want, and you don't have a say. I was like, well. It did come um, off kind of rapey. It did. It did.
0: But with the way that character was, it it made sense. Yes.
1: Holy shit. So much blood. I love it. (laughs) I approve. I'm really happy
0: with how they went through what The Cure Ended up being.
1: Yeah. Because it they, didn't end up made being secret.
0: exposure to the sun. Yeah. That was step one. But then the ultimate cure was treated vampire blood that had been turned back to humans.
1: Yep. As soon as they get bitten, all the ones that are biting them they turn into humans. Right. It was cool because we see...
0: They kidnapped, I can't remember her name, but they took the girl from the Human Resistance, so Elvis and Ed were left behind. They get to, what was it, an auto shop, I think? I think it actually might have been Elvis's auto shop from back in the day. I believe so. Ed's brother shows up. They have a huge speech, and then he bites Elvis. We're like, uh, I was like, oh. But then that's when they discovered, oh... You don't have to be exposed to the sun. They just have to bite a human and they'll turn back. Yep. And his brother did get that redemptive arc. Of course. Which which I mugger. liked because I was like, okay, you know what? You've you've kind of come back. You're out of the madness of not having human blood and yeah. You returned back human and he got ripped to shreds. Yep. Actually, he just got fed upon and torn up a little bit. For real, I noticed that. Sam Neal's character, however...
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> After he bit Ed and turned human, he was tied to a chair and left in an elevator. And all of his guards, I guess... Yep. <laughs> stormed the elevator because they were like, Oh, he's human. We want his blood. Yep. <laughs> that was they nice. tore him apart... In an explosion of blood, and the last we see is his decapitated head. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's right, I forgot.
0: <laughs> Just being held in somebody's hand as the elevator doors closed. I was like, "Ooh,
1: yes." It was really good. I I'm glad you recommended it. It was five it was out of five. Really good.
0: Still. The way they were attacking was so animal like. Like in my head, I was I was trying not to go. Oh well, this looks like. If it was a zombie movie, but it's not really.
1: No, I never got that feel.
0: No, because even the few people, I think there's maybe two of them that were holding like parts up, like looked like they were eating. If you watch, they were like cleaning, like getting the blood off of it or out of it. So it's almost like holding an organ or something and trying to get the last bit. Mm Mm-hmm. But that final sequence, I liked where. The guards were there, they turned on Frankie, Ed's brother, started taking his blood, they become human, kind of come to, out of their co- vampire coma, in mm-hmm. a sense, look, and there's another wave of vampires who jump on them, and then they turn human, and it just keeps going. Yep. I was like, ooh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was, ah, I'm so glad you liked it because I forgot how fun this movie got towards the end. Yeah, I really, really, really enjoyed it. It it wasn't your typical vampire movie. And no. that's always what I look for is something that's outside of the traditional scope of here's your main vampire, here's the love story, and here's how it ends. Eh. Certain movies I get it with, like Interview with the Vampire, or Interview with a Vampire, whichever the correct title is. A. <laughs> <laughs> I get why that story is the way it is, but you wouldn't have been able to fit a love arc into this movie. No. And I was trying to remember if they did, because there were times where I'm like, does Ed hook up with this chick from the Human Resistance? I really don't remember. No. No, it never happened. I'm just really glad you liked it.
1: Well, thank you for having me watch
0: it. Of course. Thank you for sitting down and watching it and doing yet another episode of the podcast with
1: me. <laughs> no problem.
0: So, you'll have to choose the next movie for the next time. I
1: will. Okay.
0: So, do a little research. Don't I will. tell me what it is, and I'll be pleasantly surprised. Hopefully. They can't all be winners. (laughs) No, but I'm sure you'll pick something good.
1: Maybe something you'll hate? I don't know yet. You never know with me. (laughs) No, I mean on purpose.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, she's going to torture me with something. (laughs) I can feel it. I wouldn't do that to you again. But that's okay. Because if you do that to me... I can do that to you.
1: I know. Fair game.
0: <laughs> that evil laugh of mine. But Daybreakers. I would say if you haven't seen it, give it a watch. And if you have seen it and you enjoyed it, you know what? Give it another watch. Give it another watch. Uh, we owned it on Vudu, so we had it ready to go. And it's there for purchase or rental. I'm sure it's available other places, You know how to search all that stuff. Come on. You found a podcast to listen to. Google it. Use the Googles. I Googled you. Because Arturo Domingo can Google, so can you. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: Google you all the time. It's illegal, but it is not. God, I love that movie.
0: (laughs) Oh, flashbacks to the So Yeah, I think we're going to call that a show anything anything else you'd like to say before we sign off here officially
1: no other than thanks for listening and we love you
0: couldn't have said it better myself keep enjoying that universe that's just a bit skewered check out skewered universe podcast at the following links skeweredhead.com facebook.com slash groups slash skewered universe podcast skewereduniverse.podbeam.com Twitter at skeweredu Instagram, skewered underscore universe Email the show at skewereduniversepodcast at gmail.com